everybody, and welcome to Extra Average, the podcast where we try to make you feel as as good as he did. Well, you know, we like to start off with the weather. The weather has been crappy. It's been really wet, and it's been really cold, and I just haven't been enjoying it very much. And we all know that the one thing that the weather is here for is to make me feel good, and it hasn't been doing that. So bad on you, weather. I don't like you uh, most of the time. Um, we're not very good friends, you and me. And I don't think that you're a very good person. You're not really a person, but you're not good um, whatever, whatever way you self-identify. Um, you're not a good version of that um, because you are as cold as... A mother's cold, cold heart. Well, that's the weather. We got an ad for today, um, so I hope you'll bear with me. Uh, this ad is, hang on, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do the read exactly how it's supposed to be done. <clears throat> Are you a citizen of the great state of Indiana? You probably are, if you're listening to this and you live in Indiana. Well. Do you also not know who your father is? That's the case for a lot of people. Not people necessarily in Indiana, but you know, there's a lot of you that don't know who your dad is. It's nothing to be ashamed of. This is a safe place. But do you live in Indiana and do you not know who your father is? Well, there's finally an online resource for people who live in the great state of Indiana to find their father. Guys, I want to tell you about Who'sYourDaddy.com. It's your one-stop shop to find your father if you live in the state of Indiana. If you live outside the state of Indiana, these guys cannot help you. They, they just can't. Um, they don't have the resources available, I guess. They, they have this one particular um, area of effectiveness, which is in uh, the state of Indiana. Um, I lived there for a little while, but the entire time that I lived there, I was aware of who my father was. So I didn't have to use this service, but let me tell you, I have literally thousands of friends who have used this service. And they, they say, they say, Robbie, I'm really glad you turned me on to this because I felt like I didn't have a dad in the world. But it turns out I did. And he loves me. And he wants to see me do well. And he wants me to... Uh, he just wants me to take off like a rocket ship. But I also have friends that are like, Hey, dude, my dad's a piece of shit. And uh, five minutes on the internet uh, let me know that I never want to meet him anyway. So... You guys are going to go to whosyourdaddy.com. That's H-O-O-S-I-E-R-D-A-D-D-Y.com. And uh, you're going to find that son of a bitch. You're going to track him down, and you're going to ask him why he wasn't a part of your life. And, you know, why, why he didn't want anything to do with you. And you're going to cry, and you're going to have... You're, you're going to experience catharsis. You're going to get closure. You're going to be an overall better human being. 
because you're going to know who and what your daddy is uh, with whosyourdaddy.com. That's the end of the ad. Um, this morning I woke up really, really itchy. And this happens to me uh, on occasion about once every 26 years. And I, do, I wake up and I just can't stop scratching. I'm trying to put on my clothes and brush my teeth and stuff and get ready to go to work. But this just this crazy itch kept getting in the way. So today the itch was so bad that I actually had to call into work because I needed to go to the fucking doctor and ask him why my skin was so itchy. And I got there, and the doctor looked, took one look at me, and he says, it's probably because you're, you're a damn dirty sinner, and you're just a terrible person, and the, the effect of this sin on your body is manifest in your itchiness. Your skin will itch as long as you continue to be a piece of shit. So you, you, you're going to need uh, to address that. You're going to need to get your soul right with the Lord. Um, and the way a lot of people do that is they go out and they do uh, acts of kindness. And that's A-C-T-S and not A-X-E. There's no way to, um, to confront somebody with an axe in, in a kind way. So I'm going to need you to not do that. And I took his advice because he's a doctor and he knows more than me and went to school and shit and can read. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I took his advice to heart. And like I really wanted to stop itching, and I also sort of felt like I should just be a better person in general. So I just went out and started finding people that needed my help. There was this one guy; he didn't um, he didn't have a hat, so I gave him my hat. I took it off my head and put it on his head, and he was like, "Dude, what if you what if you have lice?" And I don't have lice, but I was like, "That's a really valid concern." I didn't think that it. I didn't think about how it might be bad for me to just put my hat on the on the head of a stranger. But in the end, he was pretty mad at me. I saw another guy. He was just walking around talking to himself. I figured, hey, I should probably leave him alone. Let him talk to himself. I wouldn't want to be bothered. There was another guy eating a hot dog, and he didn't have any mustard on it, which I thought was pretty cool. I, uh, I started walking down the street, just scanning left, right, center, um, you know, those three directions, uh, just looking for people who I, I perceive to have uh, a, um, a problem or a lesser quality of, of life than me. In my head, in my head I, I quickly uh, realized who's got it worse than just about everybody you meet, uh, you know, homeless people. So I went and found uh, some homeless people, and I told them that they could have my house, but they didn't want it because um, I, I, I don't have a house. I have an apartment, and uh, they didn't want it. Um, I, this sounds like, a, like an untrue story because like, you'd think that homeless people would want a place to live, but these people don't want a place to live. You know, and I think we just keep assuming that homeless people would like to not sleep on the street and stuff. But the fact of the matter is, most of them are having just the best time that you can possibly have. You know, don't knock the lifestyle until you have experienced it for yourself. Um, you know, they're just out there having the time of their lives. They're having a ball, really. Um, 
And why wouldn't they be? You can do all the most fun stuff when you're just living in a place uh, like an alcove or something, or maybe um, maybe underneath a partially unrooted tree with um, with small uh, forest creatures or something. Um, and you know the forest creatures could could provide you with food. Um, you wouldn't eat the forest creatures, but maybe they could scavenge for you. You could you could train them. Homeless people are really good at training wild animals. I've noticed. Usually, when I come across a wild animal, um, they don't seem to have uh, very good manners, um, and they don't have a lot of skills or uh, or tricks. But every now and again, I'll come across a wild animal, and they'll know how to do um, you know basic things. Um, last year I had my taxes done by, uh, this guy who was, uh, you know, he was a raccoon and, uh, he, he, he found every deduction. He got, he really got me my money's worth. And that's the best thing that you can ask from a tax professional. And this guy, this guy wasn't even a professional though. He just did it for the love of it because some kind hearted, just heart of gold homeless person said that raccoon will feel a lot more fulfilled in its in its life if it knows how to do something to help others and they trained it and they taught it QuickBooks and um and they just got him got him on the path to not really success because not a lot of people are going to go to a woodland creature for their tax returns they just don't know that they offer that service um it's kind of a word of mouth thing but no, I don't know. I, 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 I'm going to take this opportunity to kind of um, promote, uh, you know, support local um, animal business because um, they're working hard out there, and 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 they need to they need to be shown that that their that their efforts matter. But um, those homeless people didn't want my house or my apartment. Um, so I, it, that shit didn't work. So I ended up going to a witch doctor. Um, and, uh, you know, I think your mind automatically assumes that this is going to be a female, but she was not. She was a man. Um, well, she, she was, um, she, she was a, she was a man. Um, and that's not the correct terminology because I'm saying that she was a man, but you know, uh, we didn't really get into uh, into gender politics, so honestly, I don't even know what this person is, because ultimately they're the ones that get to decide. But I went to him or her. I went to the witch doctor, and uh, it, you know, explained my symptoms and everything. And uh, you know, the witch doctor was like, "Hey, I got you. I kn I know exactly how to fix this." And so she um or she or he, the witch doctor. Um, in question, uh, poured a bunch of acid all over my teeth, um, which completely ate all the teeth out of me. I'm, I have no teeth, not a single one left. Um, and she beat me with a two by four or she beat, he beat me. The, the witch doctor beat me with a two by four is basically what I'm trying to say here. The witch doctor who, um, who, whose gender was not known to me because it was not made aware. Um, we didn't have the pronoun conversation um, because 
Well, she was hitting me with a two by four and pouring acid on my teeth. She actually did those things, two things simultaneously, and I didn't mean to tell the story and make it seem like she did them separately, but it was simultaneous. Um, uh, this witch doctor is very, very good at, uh, at doing what, what she does. And I gotta tell you guys, I am no longer itchy at all. Uh, completely cured my itchiness, but I, uh, I have no teeth left, so, um, that's a problem, but I'm an opportunist, and I just went and I bought a shitload of oatmeal, and I'm basically just going to be eating, uh, oatmeal now. Um, I bought, a, a small jar of applesauce to put in my oatmeal, and I'll eat oatmeal and applesauce until my dying day, which is in about 34, uh, minutes or years. I'm not sure which one. That's, that's the end of that story. Um, sorry to end it so abruptly, but man, uh, you know, you, 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 you tell the story and you give the facts and you don't fluff it up. You don't fluff up your story. You just tell the pertinent facts. So I, uh, I'm an open micer. Um, I've mentioned before, about my comedy. Um, I like to tell jokes. And I like to tell jokes to people who like to hear jokes. And then if everything goes well, they will laugh at those jokes. And then I feel pretty good. The current open mic that I'm doing is at an establishment that I've mentioned on the podcast before, but it's called Joe's Underground. And uh, they really mean it. It's not, it's not uh, figurative, this underground uh, moniker here. It's, uh, it's not a figurative underground. It's, a, it's literally underground, um, about 13 steps underground. You walk down these stairs, you bust in, and you just see the most charming dive bar you've ever seen in your, in your miserable existence. Um, and they have an open mic there on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I go to the Thursday one because that works for my schedule. But I go up there and I'll do like 15 minutes, um, try to test out new material, um, and hang out with my friends and drink beer, which I have found is very good for me and will make me live to the ripe old age of none of your goddamn business. I'm gonna tell you about a couple of the comedians that I met at Joe's Underground because I feel like blowing up their spot and talking about them not one of those motherfuckers is listening to this podcast, so I'm just going to say whatever I want without the fear of uh, upsetting them. Uh, so I'm not going to pull any punches. Marcus motherfucking Gant. One of the best comedians, um, you know, in a five-mile radius of wherever he happens to be uh, standing. Um, unless, you know, someone who's a little bit better is maybe standing in a five-mile radius. Um, in which case, you know, he's still a strong contender. Um, I have been doing comedy for about the same amount of time that Marcus Gant has. Um, I think we started on the same night, but he says that he did an open mic one night before me. But I think he's just trying to like, I think he, I, I think this is just macho posturing here. He wants to, he wants to act like, like he's a, um, like a, like a wise old sage figure. And like, he's just been, uh, like he's my Mr. Miyagi. Because he has one more open mic experience. I'm talking to you, Marcus. Come at me, man. I am calling you out. I'm calling you a liar. You are. You lied to me. You lied straight to my face. And I thought we were cool. 
but you but you you threw that all in the dirt and we had a really good relationship and you said that I was pretty and you stroked my face gently and you said Robbie you're gonna go places because I love you and then you and then you threw that all away Marcus another comedian that I want to bring up has a name and that name if I could speak it directly into the microphone all sensually is Nate Copley Nate Copley is probably one of the gayest individuals I've ever met and I don't say that to disparage um, it's just a it's just a fact he describes himself as gayer than a, a dumpster full of raccoons fucking and it's on fire something like that you're gonna have to go and follow Nate C comedy on Twitter and read his goddamn Twitter bio bio so that you can see the wording that he used because I'm butchering it and I'm not Nate Copley I'm I'm blown up his spot but I am not him and I want I'm, I'm getting a little bit enraged right now and I'm not really sure why I want to remember the way he described himself but I can't God that just pisses me off Nate has been doing comedy. Uh, I think he started a little after me and Marcus, uh, um, but that might be wrong. But he's about, like, he's older than us and uh, also um, uh, just a little more worldly. And uh, he likes to give us advice. He likes to tell us uh, what comedians to listen to, what podcasts to check out. He is the real sage here. He's uh, he's quite the character. He uh, um, he wears glasses because, um, because his vision isn't um isn't on par with what a vision a visioned uh, a person blessed with sight should uh, be seeing at and so he wears those glasses so that um, his vision can be somewhat comparable to people who don't need glasses I'm calling you out too Nate what's with the fucking glasses man you're trying to see as good if not better than the rest of us with your implement with your lenses that you have sitting on the bridge of your beautiful nose. I fucking love you, Nate. I fucking love you, man. The third comedian comedian that I would like to uh grace your fucking ears with, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak her name out into the world because she is a rocket ship and she's taken off. This girl is working all over the place. I I can't scroll on Facebook without seeing some fucking poster with her 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 name on it and it just makes me so mad and happy for her at the same time I'm so jealous Jesus Christ but her name is Sunny P and um I think she's the first uh, uh lady comedian that I saw in the area and she is just uh, just I what's what's a good word um well she I'm I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, she's funny she's hilarious actually um, the first time I saw her, I almost fell out of my chair. And people use that expression a lot, but I literally almost fell out of my chair because she is just that hilarious. And and just like she has a she has a a, a great point of view. She's like really crass and like just anything that everything that you want in a, in a comedian. And then to top it all off, she's gorgeous. You need to go and see her. Follow her on Instagram. Uh, I think uh, you know I'm. I'm I should have gotten I should have gotten these all these people's uh, 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 social media handles, but maybe one day I will mention them again on the podcast, and I'll have written that shit down, and uh, and I'll be able to uh, to to give it to you. 
so that you can go and check these people out um, because they deserve it and they deserve to have uh, a, a long and uh, a prosperous career in making you laugh and continuing to make me laugh. Um, I want to tell you guys that um, I am uh, in the writing phase. I'm working on uh, a new musical show. Um, when I've been doing uh, open mics lately, I've just been uh, I've been doing uh, some just just stand up and new jokes that uh, that um, that I want to try out. But um, I'm working on a musical show. There's gonna be uh, there's gonna be songs and there's gonna be uh, like kind of theater craziness and uh, and I'm probably gonna rap at some point and. That's just so awkward you don't want to miss it. So um, I'll let you guys know um, how progress is coming up on that. And then when it's all put together, I'm going to try and find a place that will let me do the whole thing because it's going to be about an hour long. And I kind of want to tape it. Um, there's a really great theater in the downtown Augusta, Georgia area called Le Chat Noir, and, which I believe is French for theater that you go to. No, it's, I think it's like the Black Cat or something. But um, I performed there uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago. I opened up for some out-of-town comedians, and I did five minutes. And that's all I needed to do to realize that uh, I really like doing comedy in theaters. Got nothing against bars, but when you go to a theater and people are in the audience of a theater, they kind of shut up and pay attention. Uh in, in these bars, you really gotta work for people's attention because half of the people there are drunk and the other half are also drunk and didn't come there to see comedy. They just came there to drink. So, um, you know, it's just two different kinds of experiences, and uh, yeah, it's it's it, it, it. You learn. You learn how to how to you know real. You learn how to draw people in and get their attention. I'm a pretty low energy comic, so I think I did a little bit better in the theater. But, you know, uh, uh, it's all about personal, per personal growth. The personal. Um, oh, we got another ad today. Jesus, people just hitting me up, wanting to put ads on this show. Ads that are 100% real, by the way. These are not fake ads. I would never give you a fake ad. Unless, uh, unless I wanted to give you a fake ad, which is the case. Um, neither of these ads are real. Uh real bad that is these ads are great um this next uh this uh, the this the show is is brought to you this is uh this wouldn't happen if it wasn't for these guys they are they are so integral in the process of me making this 100 percent uh solid gold podcast um we're we're talking about let him slash her down easy um, it's a really long name, but the ba basically the gist of what they do is, hey, have you ever uh, agreed to go out on a date with somebody, um, you know, just hooked up with somebody a couple of times, and they just they they didn't uh, turn out to be the the person that you wanted to date. Maybe they're a little bit crazy, or maybe they smell bad, or uh, they just turn you off in some way. Or maybe their dog wouldn't shut up or something, which is a terrible reason to not want to be with somebody. Dogs are uh, amazing and better than people, as far as I'm concerned. But you, for whatever reason, you just don't want to be with this person anymore. But you don't have the stones to end it yourself. Well, you don't have to, because with Let Him Slash Her Down Easy, they 
they they have a team of these like really hunky guys and these really sultry ladies will swoop in and woo the fuck out of whoever you're trying to get rid of they will break up with you and then they quote unquote let her down easy or let him down easy let him slash her down easy um, they didn't specify whether or not they uh, they they cater to any of the other uh, any of the other genders. They just speci specified him, her. Uh, probably want to. Man, we just keep diving right into gender politics in this episode. I'm not sorry because I like the sound of my own voice, and that gives me more words to say. Guys, I've been playing World of Warcraft. I met a couple of people who turned out to be really great people and also play World of Warcraft. And they're like, hey, do you play World of Warcraft? I was like, I've never played a single PC game in my life. Um, that's a that's a, a personal computer and not politically correct. Um, I've played plenty of polit politically correct games. Um, but that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about World of fucking Warcraft. And I am a Blood Elf warrior. And I'm a level 13, which is incredibly low. I don't have a whole lot of time to play the game. But I just roam around killing animals and things that are roaming around. Uh, doing quests for people, uh, just doing a, 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 a lot of experience grinding is basically what I do. I just walk up on unsuspecting things and just fuck them up for the experience. And you might say that that makes me a terrible person. And you would be 100% right. Never ever claim to be a good person. Boom. World of Warcraft. Play it. I don't know if that's their, <laughs> I don't know if that's their, uh, their slogan, but it should be. Hey, guess what? Tonight I'm going to see a movie. Um, it's a movie that's been out for a little while. I'm going to see it at the Dollar Theater, which shouldn't be called the Dollar Theater because it's $2.50 and not $1. But hey, $5 to, for a pair of movie tickets is a lot better than what you'd pay for, I don't know, standard movie tickets, which cost upwards of $50,000 a piece. But I'm going to see Game Night with, um, uh, I, I'm going with a person, a person that's pretty cool. And we're going to watch this pretty cool movie together at the Dollar Theater, uh, even though it's not the Dollar Theater. All right, we are going to move right the fuck on into what is rapidly becoming my favorite segment on the podcast, the Q&A. You guys sent me a bunch of questions and I want to answer them for you. I'm going to leave all the names out today because nobody wanted me to use their name because they're a little bit uh, embarrassed. Um, they they, they want to be able to ask anonymous questions so that they can get this advice and apply it to themselves without anybody knowing that they didn't know how to fucking like tie their shoes or, or whatever it is they needed. This first question is, how many gumballs can you fit up your ass? I've never put a gumball up my ass, but I'm very confident that I could fit at least a handful of them up there. Um, there's plenty of room. Um, the insertion might be a little bit hard, but like once they're in there, there's plenty of space. You know, the large colon is like is just a an infinite expanse of storage space, and I feel like I could get, you know, at least a, a handful or two up there. Um, I. That that's the best. I think I think I answered your question for you. I'm gonna say two, two handfuls of gumballs, um, and I have a pretty average size hand, but I think maybe I could fit 
10 gumballs in one hand. So 20 gumballs in my ass um, to answer your question. This next question, how do you take your coffee? Um, I don't take coffee. I usually um, I usually pay for it. I, uh, I'll go to a place like Starbucks. Hey, you know what? I'm going to combine two of these questions together because they're similar. This next question is, what is your Starbucks order? I'm going to answer that one because it's a little bit better for me. Because I don't, I don't brew coffee at home. I go and I get it at Starbucks. My Starbucks order, I'll walk in and I'll say, hey, could I have a cup of steamed milk with maybe a little bit of coffee if you have it? And they say, we're a coffee place. Of course we have coffee. And then they give it to me and I drink it. Just steamed milk and coffee um, because I have discerning taste. What's your favorite word? Um, that's a difficult one. I like the word shenanigans. Um, I like the word integer. I like the word Bunsen. Mellifluous. Uh, those are all good words. I think my favorite word is probably shenanigans, though. So thank you for your question. Robbie Dees' favorite word is shenanigans. What's on uh, what's on your bucket list? Okay. Um, well, uh, I've already talked about one thing that's on my bucket list. I want to get feasibly old enough to pretend I have dementia. But let's talk about some other things on the bucket list, some of which I crossed off. One thing that was on my bucket list that I was able to fortunately cross right off, have that experience, I went to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter in the Universal Studios, um, the Universal Studios, in Florida. Um, it was amazing. It was like way more, it was like more in depth than the, like the sets on the movie were, were. It, it was immersive. Like you, they have a fake London set up and you go and you enter through London. Um, you go and like, you just walk through this portal and like you go and you're, you're in Diagon Alley and there's a, there, you know, you see Gringotts Bank in the distance and there's a fucking dragon on top of it and it breathes real fire. It. I don't have enough time to go into how much I fucking enjoyed this place, but that was a bucket list thing, and I I enjoyed it. Do you prefer singing or stand-up? Well, I uh, prefer both, and so I do both. Your question is answered. How do you deal with hecklers? I haven't had too many hecklers. I've had a pretty short uh, run in stand-up comedy. But uh, I think one of the best ways to deal with hecklers is to grab a, a steel pipe and go out into the audience and point it at them and say, I would like you to use this to hit me in the head because that would hurt way less than your words. <laughs> Why do you come out here and tear me down this way? And then after that, they'll probably just uh, leave you alone. What's in your spank bank? I'm going to assume by spank bank you mean images that I have uh, either in my head or on a hard drive somewhere that I like to masturbate to. This question is salacious. Uh, I don't know. Probably pretty normal stuff. Um, you know, people dressed as pandas fucking on trains. Um, that, that usually gets me going. Uh, people blowing up balloons real big and then just uh, just leaving them there. 
um, I, I, I like to listen to audio recordings of people saying words like cluster and moist and swine. Uh, really just gets me going uh, like like nothing else um, there you go I feel like I feel like that's a that's a, a, a nice uh, answer to that question that's what's a mess bank bank don't fucking kink shame me Let's see we got some we got some some more questions here um, which of the Kardashians would you consider yourself to be Um I'm going to level with you guys here. I don't know what a Kardashian is. I'm just kidding. I live on this planet. Now, I'm probably a Chloe. Uh, just everything about me screams Chloe. I'm not going to go into detail because then you'll figure out that uh, I actually don't know anything about the Kardashians. Let's go on to the next question, though. How can mirrors be real? If our eyes aren't real. Guys, that's not a question. That's a Jaden Smith quote. But it, it's also a... Uh, well, I guess it is a question. So I'm going to answer it. Your eyes are mirrors. Boom. Let's move on to the next segment. This is things that I'm excited about. I'm excited about Infinity War. That came out uh, last night, and I haven't seen it yet, and uh, I've been uh, successfully so far avoiding spoilers online, but I'm really excited to see all of this giant superhero mayhem nonsense, because I am a dirty, rotten consumer, and I like my movies big, and I like them with stars in them. And I like to go there, and I like to get my popcorn, and I like to throw it at the screen when they don't, when they fail to stimulate me. Uh, the next thing that I'm uh, excited about is um, Doritos has released a wasabi flavor, and I don't even like wasabi, so I'm just gonna buy them, and I'm also gonna take those to the theater and throw them at the screen in Infinity War if they fail to please me. The third thing that I am excited about is Stranger Things Season 3 has started filming. Uh, this is a show um, about things that are strange. Or, I'm sorry, I just misrepresented the whole thing. These things are not just strange. These things are stranger. They are stranger. Um, meaning that there's things that are strange that are, uh, I guess, uh, like a just a borderline uh, 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 neutral uh, level of strange. And then these things have surpassed that. This is the story of people who have strange things happen to them. And I love it. And there's a bunch of kids in it. And they're really good actors. And I, and I, and I think that's really cool because I used to watch movies... And like all the all the all the kid actors weren't very good. I don't know what we're doing to kids these days to make them act so well, but you know maybe it's in the hormones in the chicken or something. I don't fucking know. But that has been things that I'm excited about, guys. You need to get on Twitter and tweet at me at that D's guy T H A T D E A S G U Y. Not case sensitive. 
although I don't think that matters. And you need to ask me your questions and just ask me for advice. And uh, I'm probably going to, you know, help you. Um, I'm going to help you and I'm going to build up your life. I'm going to build you up. I'm going to build up your life and um, just enrich you with knowledge and uh, just know-how. Because um, I, I really am an expert on every single thing. Um, if you think I'm not an expert at something, tweet that at me too. I'll fucking show you how much of an expert I am. So just tweet your questions and your calls for advice at me. Um, thanks for listening to the podcast. I really hope that you guys just love each other.